Hey everybody, in today's episode, Dan and I are spilling the beans on things we can't always tell you. Why are we doing this? I have no idea, but let's jump in. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to the second season of Put a Ring on It podcast, a collaboration between me, Daniel Moyer of Daniel Moyer Photography, and me, Danielle Pasternak, wedding coordinator of DFNAC Weddings. Put a Ring on It is a podcast for anyone who is knee deep in the wedding planning process. We're here to share practical tips, amusing behind the scenes stories, and insider knowledge to shed light on the world of weddings and give you every ounce of confidence that you deserve. Let's do it. everybody. Welcome to episode 20 of the Put a Ring on a Podcast. I'm your co-host, Danielle Pasternak. And I'm your other co-host, Dan Moyer. Hey, Danielle, how's it going? What have you been up to lately? Oh my gosh, Dan. So I have to share with everybody a very non-wedding related, an NW, NWR <laughs> topic. <laughs> so but before we jump into the episode, I've um, been listening to other podcasts. I've always listened to podcasts since like forever. Um, but I've listened to this podcast lately that I am just completely obsessed with. And I wanted to share with everybody because I think if you're a person who listens to podcasts, has time to kill and wants something that's sort of light, funny, whatever, um, this is my go-to podcast. It's called My Favorite Murder. It's from Feral Audio. Um, it's about these two women. Well, it's not about. It's hosted by these two women, Georgia and Karen. And they are hilarious. They basically talk about their favorite murders um, and it's it's not a very serious true crime you know show it's it's very funny it's very um it's very witty it's it's definitely entertaining their episodes are like 45 minutes to an hour hour plus so it's great for like long drives and anyway i'm obsessed with it at the moment it's not a new podcast either it's not like this i did not find this like cool hidden gem like they are blowing up with people following oh, cool. them and and subscribing and doing whatever so I just wanted to share to anybody else who's late to the the train as I was. It's a great podcast. Well, thank you for I sharing. Mean, yeah, I mean it's it's almost as great as the put a ring on it. But no, it's it's, <laughs> it's a really good podcast. It's a really really good podcast. It's really, a really, really good. good. Yeah, uh, Dan, how about you? What what have you been what have you been thinking about? What's on your mind? Well, uh, since we're on the topic of podcasts, uh, I'm pretty much a creature of habit. Um, I feel like I need to branch out a little bit i'm pretty much a like a radio lab ted radio hour um high production value listen to those when i've got long drives just um, like us yeah just like us very high production value <laughs> <laughs> uh but you know what really what's been on my mind obviously is just like family and thankfulness and all that kind of stuff and um with thanksgiving just passed and and christmas coming up um i'm i'm just thankful one for for you uh for you know being in this you know podcast and just like us both taking the time to to do this and and uh i'm just thankful for well it's been about a year now since we like have started uh thinking about this um i guess last time it was around this time that we like really started like saying like oh maybe this is possible and then in january it's going to be uh you know one year since we've actually started putting episodes out and mm -hmm. i'm just thankful to all the people out there who listened who subscribed who reviewed us who sent us a five star who sent us questions who liked us on facebook who you know just downloaded and we have Initially, when we started this, we wanted 5,000 plays. And I know we've said this before, but, you know, we're over 11,000 now. And that's just like blows my mind. So we're just I particularly am just overcome with joy and gratitude and thankfulness for everybody's generosity and support and sending good juju out there for us all <laughs> to, uh, you know, just to uh, be supportive and and um enjoy what we're doing so here's to yeah. many more times many more episodes and lots of goodness coming for the puttering on a podcast thank you again <laughs> <laughs> thank you and good night mike and drop. good night well this is like the start of the episode so this is weird thanks for but... listening guys this is the end of this <laughs> 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 we've told you what we needed to say and we're done um no we're we're, we're busting what um 
what I think is is awesome about this time of year, it's definitely a time of year for reflection. And um, as we go into a new year, it's the start of like a lot of new things coming on the horizon. But we wanted to, um, Dan and I, when we were brainstorming ideas for this season, we really wanted to do an episode that just like bared our souls. Yeah, just um, 100% honest, right? Like yeah. just honesty. Not that we're, I mean, we don't normally lie to you guys, but, well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it, you know, it's, it's never really about sugarcoating, especially on this podcast. We try to keep things very real, but we're going to, uh, Dan and I each individually came up with some very, um, honest and raw, uh, things, I guess, things, very topics. topics there you go. Um, <laughs> that we wanted to share with you all because, um, because we just like to do those sort of things. Um, and it's, I don't know about you, Dan, I see a lot of articles that are, you know, classic clickbait that are, yeah. you know, six things that your wedding planner wish they could tell you. And it yeah. always starts out with this, I'm your planner, not your friend, bull crap that drives me up a wall. Because first of all, yep. I don't believe in that. Um, I don't know why someone would want to work with someone who doesn't feel like they have a great relationship with that other person. Um, and it's a lot of like this complaining, negative uh, angle on it that I don't see how it helps the person reading it, which is often, a, you know, a couple planning a wedding. I don't see how that helps. And this podcast uh, is ultimately all about helping you guys. So we wanted to share this episode not to be negative or whining and i really hope it doesn't come off that way and if it does dan's gonna edit it so we sound like we're very excited <laughs> and happy about it um but we want this to help you and give you awesome info on your journey throughout your wedding planning process yeah there's gonna we're gonna hop all over the place here there it's gonna be um a little bit jumbled. It's not going to be probably super seamless. We're going to hop back and forth a little bit. Yeah. Some of the things are going to be directly related to what we as wedding pros deal with and what we as we as wedding pros, like maybe a, a, a peek behind the veil. <laughs> um, or, Every or some episode. Of <laughs> What's that? Every episode you get that little I'm something behind at... the veil, under the veil. I'm just trying to, you know, we're just trying to pull back the veil so you guys can see what uh, what we're dealing with. And then some things are going to be tips for you or um, just things that we're thinking about that, you know, we we really want to say and really want you guys to know. Maybe some just some points that we want to drive home. Um, so what was first on your list, Danielle? Um, at first and foremost is that we will do just about anything to make you and keep you happy, whether yeah. it's throughout your engagement or on your wedding day. Um I would, if there was a puddle of mud on the ground, I would easily lay in it if it yeah. meant that you could just step through it easier. Like, yeah. I and I, I guess it's safe to say the things that we're going to talk about in this episode may not be blanket statements for all wedding pros, but these yeah. I guess are very personal to Dan and I. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, I, I think the one thing that I always try to relate to my couples, like I don't have an ego about this. Yeah. You know, like I, I do this, you know, 20 times a year or so, maybe sometimes a little more, but I still 100% believe and understand that this is your one special day. And like, it doesn't like, I, I go through the whole entire day thinking that I am missing something at every point. So I'm not like trying to relax or, or whatever. Like I really just want to crush it for you. And I just really want to make you happy. Yeah. That's I, it. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I, uh, this past year, I've been really trying to find these like very, very little um, but powerful ways that I could make the day even like a small percentage better for someone, even if it wasn't just the couple. So I've done things where um, like I saw a girl, she was uh, I was a guest and she had this long, beautiful brown hair and she was sort of like every time she would dance, she'd be holding it up off of her neck. So after a few times I saw her do this, I grabbed it. I went into my emergency kit bag, grabbed a hair tie, ran over to her. And I was like, hey, I think you need this. She was like, oh, my God, thank you so much. <laughs> so I feel like it's it's doing all those little things like I could have just been sitting and, you know, hanging around in the background. People were just dancing. There wasn't much at that point for me to be actively doing. So I am always just like scanning the room trying to see what can be done, what can be like, what can be helped, who can be helped, what's going on. So it goes like far out and beyond sometimes more than what you guys will be seeing maybe. Yeah. But yeah, just to go back to it, we will do anything to keep people happy. Yeah. And let, 
let us do that for you. However yeah. we can help you, however we can help make you happy, just let us know. I mean, you know, we are hired to to be there for you. Um and we, I mean, feel like we could really take this down a rabbit hole. Like I could, you know, we could talk about, um, you know, creating a team of people, like when you're interviewing your, your wedding pros that are going to take care of you on your wedding day. So you should really mm-hmm. find people who you're comfortable with and trust. Um, but yeah, ask, ask us to help all of your wedding pros. Like, yes. you know, the learning curve for planning a wedding is pretty steep. Um, so let us make you happy, um, and ask us to help. Yeah. I can't. Um, it, it sometimes surprises me how many times I get an email from my clients that says, I know this might be a stupid question or I hope I'm not bugging you, but, oh, and it's just time. like, you, you hired me to be on your team and I am so on your team. Like, oh, yeah. as far as I'm concerned, really no question is off limits. I mean, I've <laughs> talked about Brazilian waxes with my clients because, <laughs> because they're, I have oh, really? clients. Oh, really? Me too. <laughs> Right, Not at all. <laughs> um, but like, there's there's nothing off limits as far as I'm concerned. And when I get those emails, it almost makes me feel like, gosh, am I somehow responding in a way that makes them feel like I'm uh, irritated somehow by the response? And that is absolutely never, ever, ever, ever times a million the case. <laughs> so yeah, yeah it's, if if I can help even in the smallest fraction of a, a way, bring it on. Because we be people pleasers. It's it's what we do. So uh, my next thing um, is that I, <laughs> I, it just is what it is. Dan, you've actually tried to get me to spill my guts on this before. I'm <laughs> not going to tell you every little thing that went wrong on your wedding day unless you absolutely need to know. Uh, I have a few clients that have come back to me afterwards and was like, the day was perfect, but I know that's not physically possible. So (laughs) what did you tackle that I don't know about? And I'm always like, no, the day was great. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) I guess because, you know, if it has something to do with where like uh, a significant issue happened and the couple is owed like a refund because of it or, you know, something wasn't fulfilled. But um, I, I, by nature, my job is to put out fires and to be proactive and make sure, you know, things are happening as they should be. And if I went back and spilled my guts on everything that happened, I would never want to, oh, I would ideally not like to dump that energy onto someone who is on this very huge cloud nine. And I, I think that sometimes yeah. bums me out a little bit because I want to see, I want my clients to see how much I actually helped and see the value that, you know, the amount of money they invested in me was worth it and um it's it's sometimes i wish i could just be like here are all the things that went wrong that i fixed but that's that's not my job (laughs) (laughs) it's a very um it's a very thankless job and that's it's completely i'm completely okay with that um and i'm not saying like being a wedding planner compares to in any way to those that like work in a like super secret government jobs but um those folks like save our backsides most days from things that we have no idea are even happening now granted (laughs) i watch way too much tv so things like homeland and (laughs) all these other shows like what else am i I'm watching blind spot right now so anyway um the general public definitely does not put them on a pedestal thanking them for like saving our lives from meteors or whatever is happening so aliens yeah right exactly so while my job does not often involve saving lives it does involve saving moments on like huge days in people's lives and more often than not i can't and won't toot my own horn for for what i've done so yeah yeah Yeah. um my 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 first big photography related one is about engagement sessions and it's the point of what an engagement session is so if you do any uh googling about the top things that photographers wish they could tell you or like what what's an engagement session for I feel like a lot of times you'll see out there that your engagement session is for your save the dates and that's it um and you'll they'll a lot of people will say that uh your engagement session is a trial run um and I feel like trial run is not a great word here because that sounds like you're testing the photographer out and like if you don't like them then you can just move on um generally I, I find that most of the time you're hiring a photographer and then like the engagement session comes with your photography package for the wedding. Um, Mm -hmm. so I think of this more as like a, a relationship building time. Um, there's definitely a level of comfort that I have when the wedding day arrives, 
um, with couples who I've photographed an engagement session for versus ones who I haven't, you know, because we've, we've worked together. They know how I work. I know how they work. We've, you know, maybe had dinner together and I have tried to have dinner with all my couples, but you know, I, I think it just goes back to engagement session is important. Um, but it's not necessarily for just trying the person out. Um, if at all possible, do your best to have your engagement session done with the photographer who's photographing your wedding. I know that yeah. seems like a like a pretty standard thing or, or, or pretty I common I think sense, but I, I don't know. Um I have a few couples who are out of state, so they've done their engagement sessions with cup with photographers who are local to where they are at currently versus the photographer they're going to use for their wedding. But Yeah, that kind of makes sense though. Yeah, I think though, um, it's still a benefit to sort of get in front of a camera and feel yeah. what it's like to have your picture taken. Oh, yeah. Unless you're a model, we don't often have our picture taken all day long. So <laughs> Yeah. I think that works sometimes. Like I've had yeah. couples who are living in Colorado and their wedding was here in Philly. And that made sense to have like, you know, their photographer out there. They took pictures of them in the snow and riding their bikes and that kind of thing. But um I think that's a specialized case if the couple is out of state and, you know, you're getting married in another state. But mm -hmm. um, the other thing I want to mention is that uh, a lot of times you'll see that like or I've had couples say like, oh, we just we need some pictures for the save the date. Um, now I'm going to get up on a little bit of a pedestal here um, and say that the engagement session, I put it on the same level of importance as the wedding day. Um, I've started calling engagement sessions forever sessions because I um I think that's exactly what it's for. So let me put it this way. Um, if you look at a wedding from like the 70s or the 80s, like if you can look at like your parents' wedding album or something, you can totally tell it's a wedding from the 70s or the 80s, right? Like the dress <laughs> styles change, the bridesmaid styles change, the decor changes, like a lot of these trends and styles change. But there is nothing that goes out of date or out of style about a great photograph of the two of you at the start of your lives together. Like think of it this way, the the list of milestones that you will want recorded in your life is long and spans many, many years. Think like engagement, wedding, maternity, newborn, family, birthdays, smash the cake, family session, like just all holidays, these things, yeah. are holidays, all this kind of stuff. It just spans for so many years, but it all starts with your engagement session. So when I talk to couples about like, oh, we just need, you know, a photograph for the save the dates. This is like something that's not just like a a off the cuff. Oh, we just need to do this. This is a, it's I think it's a big deal. Um, so I would just encourage people to consider that. In their wedding budget and um, and when they are planning for their engagement session, that it's not just for this one little thing, this one little invite or announcement that it's for a a forever it's for a your lifetime and it starts with this right it starts with the engagement that's good dan that's thank you really really good <laughs> really that's, really i i never i can't say i never thought of it like that but no i, I don't think i ever thought about it like that it's, it's it's very true and your wedding pictures you're you're getting those taken you're you're wearing a wedding gown how often do you wear a wedding gown versus your engagement photos are more in your everyday not everyday attire it's probably a little bit fancier but it's very much your your yeah. vibe and your look yeah it, 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 that like i could not have said that better because whenever i'm planning with one of my couples for their engagement session um it's not about like oh where can we go should we have balloons you know like this kind of stuff like it's Let's find a location that means something to you, whether that's the college that you went to or like an idealized date. Like where where would you love to go that, you know, you don't necessarily get to go? Do you love going to the beach? Like that's where Rachel and I had our engagement session. We enjoy the beach. We enjoy being outside. We enjoy the sun. Um, Rachel's favorite place of all time is the beach. And um, it just made sense. So it's like find something that just means something to you. So that way it does mean something for this long period of time rather than just like going and taking cool pictures. I had clients once that did their engagement session with their photographer in their kitchen as they made yeah. um, as they made dinner. They made like homemade pasta and they made a oh. sauce and um they were amazing pictures and I know oh, that they they were just in awe of them. And I mean she still yeah. did some like more traditional like together stuff. It wasn't all, you know, flower on the face, but it was it was very cool and I think 
uh, you could you could really think outside the box, especially if you have a kick ass photographer who will to be on board with something like that. So that actually reminds me of this quote and it's a little it's a little bit weird because it's from a movie uh called One Hour Photo with Robin Williams where he plays a little bit of a weirdo. Uh but um I think it's just it's just fitting for this period of time and when we're talking about like, you know, the start of lives together and being young and happy and all this kind of thing and this being like a record of that time, I think that this quote actually is very fitting. So the quote is this. It's from Robin Williams in a movie called One Hour Photo. Uh he says, "I'm sure my customers never think about it, but these snapshots are their little stands against the flow of time. The shutter is clicked, the flash goes off and they've stopped time." If just for the blink of an eye. And if these pictures have anything important to say to future generations, it's this. I was here. I existed. I was young. I was happy. And someone cared enough about me in this world to take my picture. Oh, chills. Goosebumps. That's oh, <laughs> true. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's my that's my rant about uh, engagement sessions. <laughs> okay. Um, so my next one, Dan, is that, and this is not a popular <laughs> popular statement by many, but yeah. this is, what I'm going to say is that your wedding day might not be the best day ever in your life, and that's okay. Um, to elaborate a little bit more on it, there is a lot of... Um, hype and a lot of um glamorousness glamorization glamorization that's a better word around um around planning a wedding and how your wedding day is going to be this dream wedding and the best day ever and all these different things and we have a few episodes in this podcast probably um one of which is the joy of weddings with Liz from Catalyst Wedding Co. Another one is post wedding blues um which we'll all link to in the show notes for today's episode but your wedding is um your wedding is another day in your life that's compiled of all these memories and all these moments and it's very rare in our life that we have a perfect 24 hour day there's there's days where things go right and there's days where things go wrong and some days feel better than others and some days feel worse than others but to put all this pressure on yourself to look perfect, act perfect, be perfect, have a perfect day of weather, have a perfect day of everyone around you um, feels to me unrealistic and very hard to achieve. And I think if your wedding, when it comes, if it if things just don't go right or or whatever happens, happens, allow yourself to say, this has nothing to do with my marriage. This has nothing to do with me as a partner. Um, this is just another day and it matters sort of how you handle all of those things that happen and how you and your partner move through all the things that happen. But it, it doesn't need to be this perfect day in order for it to count or yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's it's really um it's really important in my opinion not to put that pressure on yourself to just have this, you know, fairy tale day. I don't know. Yeah. What sometimes what are your life, Sometimes life throws us a curveball yeah. and we just like don't know what to do with it. Um uh, but the one thing I always say is like it's easy I mean, it's easier to say this now by sitting behind sure. a microphone when like life is, is you know, always pretty good. Um, but like the sun's going to set and the sun's going to rise tomorrow. And like, you know, this one day will hopefully just be something that you laugh about with your partner who like you're still in love with you. you this doesn't have any effect on like who you are. Like I, I know for a fact, you know, and I'm not going to name names or say anything, but I know like some weddings that I've photographed before have not been like exactly what the per the, the couple wanted it to be. And they're still like they can look back on certain things now and laugh about it. And like sometimes it's like not a huge thing, um, like bad weather on your wedding day. And if you go back and listen to that episode, uh, I think it might be episode four, if I remember I correctly. Think so. um, you know, listen to uh, Amanda or Kristen and Joe, and you know, talk about like having a the reception canceled and mm -hmm. you know having two hundred people stranded like at a hotel nearby. You know, those are. It's not exactly what you want, but like everybody still talks about it. And maybe it's more serious than that. Um, but the most important thing to remember is that like the sun will set, the sun will rise tomorrow um, and life goes on. And, you know, so many good memories will still be made mm -hmm. after this day. 
Right. And all of the previous memories that you had up until then don't get washed away. They're yeah, all totally. still there as well. It's, it's very true. And it's, um, we can't stress enough. It's, it's, it's how you react to all those things and it's how you handle those things. And not just on your wedding day, it's in everyday life. I mean, me personally, yesterday, I was having, for no reason at all, a bad day. I yeah. I was blue, not literally, thank God. I <laughs> could, I felt like my brain was jumbled. My website somehow got screwed up. I could not figure out how to fix it. There there was just things that felt like the, the day was just not going my way. And it very minor things in the grand scheme of life. And I went to bed like I didn't get to get my workout in. I went to bed last night and I was like, I tomorrow is just a new day. And I woke up this yeah. morning. I nailed my morning to do's. I got my workout in. I've got chili going in the crock pot. Like I feel great. <laughs> and yesterday was just, you know, a matter of getting a one through off. it. Exactly. Yeah. But an outlier. Exactly. But this world is about balance and it's about good days and bad days it's about black and white day and night all these different things and if you didn't have bad days you can't appreciate good days and it's it's just about finding that balance and knowing that it's not forever even when it feels like bad days feel like they're just like forever forever and ever and ever and ever and i quit that's what it was speaking of bad days and nerves and things not going right like we feel that too for you guys like right. we we a hundred percent as wedding pros I, I know this kind of goes back to one of the first things we were saying um that we like you know really want you to be happy um but i i don't i don't i don't know if i can speak for everybody but i know that we can speak for each other on this one that like mm -hmm. before your wedding uh we like i'm literally sick to my stomach with nerves um yeah. and i know you're the same exact way danielle oh, like on yeah. the, mor <laughs> the morning before a wedding like I'm an early riser and during the week when I'm home, like I'm up early, I'm bouncing around and stuff on a wedding morning. I'm literally paralyzed with fear before I leave. Like I just, because I want to make sure that like I can do everything in my power to like make sure I capture this in an authentic way for you that like things go well, that the, the times that I'm in charge of like portraits and family pictures and wedding party pictures that like I'm creative and that like I, I, uh, do your day justice um and that's like that's a a heavy amount to to feel on a wedding day and just know that like you know i think most people actually or most other wedding pros probably feel something like that um but just know that like we we really want it to go well for you um and we also we do feel bad as well when things don't go as planned because we just right. want to make you happy yeah, we, it goes back to the first thing we said. We will do everything in our power to make and keep you happy. And there are things that happen throughout a day that are outside of our control that we wish beyond you could ever believe were in our control. I'm with you, though, Dan. Uh, the morning of a wedding, this is way too much information, but... <laughs> I make several trips to the bathroom. <laughs> my stomach <laughs> is in knots. I, yeah, it's gross. That's just what it is. <laughs> I am, though. I'm a mess. I, I can't say, though, um, the morning of is always the time where I'm second guessing and saying, did I prepare enough? Uh, you know, did I think of everything? Are all of our yeah. bases covered? But oh, yeah. for me, um, the like moments right before. Um, the ceremony starts like right before that processional music starts and everybody starts walking down the aisle for me those like last five minutes i swear I, if you give me like the opportunity to i could puke my whole stomach out at that point because i <laughs> my nerves are at their highest i just feel like there is so much happening at that point and it's at a point of the day where i have to i have to keep my calm i have to hold it all in which probably makes it worse because i just want to like scream and like to get it all out um but i tell all my entire team like if there's any point throughout the day where i'm going to snap at you it will be those <laughs> five minutes because my nerves are just through the roof and it's 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 
uh, it's a little bit much for me. And like every time, like after my client leaves, like when they walk down that aisle and I'm left back in the foyer or whatever area I'm in, sometimes I'm hiding like behind a tree because we're in the woods. Um, I will cry my eyes out because it's like all of that nerves and all of that emotion just sort of comes out. And I'm just like, I sort of have that quiet moment to myself where no one's looking at me that I could just sort of let it out and then focus on the rest of the day. But yeah, that's my, uh, that's, that's interesting. That's a secret, I, actually. <laughs> I wouldn't have pegged that time to be the one. I would have pegged like when when the couple is about to walk into the reception because you you oh, I do love a that. lot of. Yeah, I love once I'm past the ceremony, my whole uh, gear shifts because things are set up. Things are where they need to for the most part. Interesting. Everything's everything's ready to roll. Um, once I hit intros, that's probably my favorite time of the day. Uh, OK, once cool. we roll with that, just because if things get lighter and things get less stressful less emotional but so what what went wrong on our wedding day i'm not telling you oh come on no just give me something like what like i know the button popped off and you sewed that back on which was really really nice um yeah. there's a picture of you sewing it back on but come on give me like something a little tidbit nothing what else? The, the driver didn't go pick up your bride he went to the oh, yeah. <laughs> you knew fine. that too? <laughs> uh, fine you you actually sent the driver like detailed instructions with maps yeah. Oh, yeah. And the the driver left, and he said, "We said you're going to go pick up the girls." He said, "Yep," and he went to the totally wrong place. So, yep. but he was he was um I I feel as though it was an honest mistake, and it it happens, and he yeah. fixed it, and everybody had a great day, and no harm done. Yeah, actually, no yeah, actually, and another thing on my list, Dan, which I think sort of flows, which uh, sort of falls in line with what we were just talking about, um, is that I have crazy nightmares leading up to a wedding day <laughs> like i i'm wide awake at 3 a.m sweating because of the nightmares i've had whether i've forgotten to show up for the rehearsal that's a popular one i'm almost always forgetting to show up to the rehearsal um i'm uh showing up like crazy late to the the, the wedding day it's like dinner time and i sort of roll in and was like so how'd the day go you didn't need me right which is not at all how i work <laughs> um just being completely un it's 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 awful. Yeah. It's no fun. No fun. I don't like I, those dreams. Do you ever do you, do you ever dream about wedding? All oh, uh, you know, the night before wedding is I definitely have bad dreams about wedding days, but I always sleep terribly because I'm always afraid I'm going to sleep through my alarm. Um the dreams that I do have are always about memory cards that I show up to a wedding and I've got like all my gear, I've packed it, it's good to go, and I just forgot like the memory card wallet and I literally have no memory cards because like you could, I don't know, I, like you can't just like go somewhere and buy, you know, a whole bunch of compact flashcards like if I was in the city or if I'm, like on the wedding day, like you can't just, I don't know, you can't like just go buy some somewhere. Um, I guess you could, but it would be a ton of money. Uh, but that's always <laughs> that's always my my bad dream is yeah, but uh, memory cards. If that were to realistically happen, which it wouldn't, but you technically a could because there's yes. got to be memory card. Like there's like an Office Max or a Staples that has memory cards, and yes, it would be a ton of money, but it's a it's a solution to the problem. And we'll try to fix my dream. Stop shut it. your pie hole. I'm trying to help you. I'm just trying to therapy you <laughs> through your dreams. Can you fix the fact that I forget to show up to the rehearsals because that one eats at me? You have no idea. Actually, very rarely. Do I have um, dreams after the wedding? But I have one wedding that I did in October. Actually, it was one of my uh, girls on my team who helps me. Um, it was her wedding. And for some reason, I can't stop dreaming about it. Like where like she's suddenly changing her mind about like where things are happening. And, and she's not this like she's amazing and she's wonderful and I love her to death. Um, but like I don't I just can't seem to like let this one go. So I feel like I have some sort of unfinished well, you, business. You've already it. done the wedding? Yeah, it was two months ago. No, about a month ago. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I just I can't let it go. So I told her, I, like, I think we need to, I need to, like, take her out to dinner or something. And we just need to, like, talk it, like, some stuff through or because <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I've got I'm a ghost with unfinished business. All right, Dan, moving right along. What is another thing that you want to share today? It's a sharing day. The next one on my list is a photography specific one and it's not like a huge long one um but it's just something that i think most photographers would agree with that uh, most of us don't need a shot list and by shot list i mean 
um, a a play by play and every single picture throughout the day that you want. Um, this is different than a formals list or like a family formals list. Um, and by family formals list, I mean you know the two of you standing with your uh, mom and dad, the two of you standing with your immediate family, like these like actual formal pictures where you're standing up, you're like taking the time like to the create pose them. Stuff. The posed ones, yeah, yeah, that's a good word for it. Um, what happens with a shot list, and I've gotten them. I used, I don't really get them too much anymore, but I used to get them more. Um, What's um not to interrupt you, Dan, but I I interrupt you a lot. Wh- like, what are some things that are like when you say shot list? Ah, perfect. So a shot list. The the times that I used to get them, it would be broken down like by part of the day so during bride prep i want all of these pictures during the ceremony i want all of these pictures during the reception i want all of these pictures like a um, picture of me and my dress and a picture of me and my dress with my ring and a picture of my bouquet yes. and okay me and my mom looking in the mirror together you know like okay. uh, and it, it ended up what ends up happening is it breaks the flow of the day. Now, for me, that that the flow is very important. Some some photographers who are maybe a little more editorial or like have a heavier hand in the day where it's um, like they're posing a lot more. That maybe a shot list makes more sense for me or for a, a more documentary photojournalistic approach. It doesn't make as much sense because what happens is I'm I end up looking at the list so much and focusing on the list. And making sure I cross off each one of these pictures and I'm missing what's happening out in front of me. So the real moments where, you know, your mom or your maid of honor is, you know, zipping up the back of your dress and it gets stuck or um, (laughs) or like, you know, something silly happens and you all laugh. uh, You know, I'm thinking about something else. I'm thinking like, okay, right after this, I have to take you over here to this window and put you and your mom here and this and that. And um it it ends up just being a little bit distracting and it's not to say that you can't give like a must have list cuz remember i don't know and all of photographers out there don't know who anybody is at your wedding besides the two of you your wedding party and your immediate family so if there are special people or if there's very special mementos or pictures that you really do want maybe it's a special something borrowed something blue or maybe it's just a a special notation where um you know somebody very special to you uh cannot stand for a long time and you want to make sure you go over to their table and get a picture with them like little things like that outside of the family list absolutely i call that like a must-have list um those are a great thing to share but like like a literally a play-by-play I think that ends up being distracting to most photographers and know that like, at least from my perspective, I am glued to the two of you for an entire day. Like uh, my cameras are always on you. So if something happens, I'm going to be documenting it. I'm going to be right there in the thick of it. Um, so just like trust in that. And I think trust in most of your photographers, because if you, uh, if up until that point, you have done your due diligence, you've talked about what's the most important to you. You've gone through the process of, uh, you know, f- laying out the day and you've gone through your timeline. I think when the wedding day arrives, I'm making good decisions based on what you want and what you've told me is most important to you. That's awesome. Uh, and you know what? Since I'm, I'm already like on a roll here, I think um, let's just I'll move right on to another thing in my list. And that is not everything can be photoshopped. Yes. So let me put it this way. Uh Clean spaces and lots of light equals really pretty pictures. So if you have the choice of where you're getting ready and it's like a windowless in the basement somewhere or something like it's not to say I can't make good pictures there. But if you have the choice of, you know, finding a space that's bright and colorful or, or not colorful, bright and airy and clean, that's great. Now, clean is something altogether different. Now, I know when you get a whole bunch of people into one space um, and that space has been used for sleeping over, that space has been used for breakfast in the morning, um, coffee mugs and water bottles and things are all inevitable to have, you know, on tabletops everywhere. But is is that really what you would want in the background of your photos when you're, you know, trying to be graceful and look really pretty putting your wedding dress on? That kind of thing happens all the time. And it it's the same reason why a, a lot of uh, 
brides really like to have those like cute robes or like the the fun like button up shirts that are monogrammed and that kind of thing because you wouldn't want to get dressed in like last night's pajamas well the same <laughs> thing like you you also don't want to get ready in last night's party or this morning's mm. breakfast leftovers on the table so I know you've got a, a few specific thoughts about this, but one of the things yeah. I would just say is whether that's a, a quick cleanup right before like things are crazy or just having like a trash can in the corner that like you make sure that, you know, when you're done with your water bottle, you throw it in there um, like just so there's not there. Things are not collecting on the table or you have all of your luggage and overnight bags in another room. Yeah. Um, just so you're just as a reminder, you know, you don't want to be a. Uh, like the trash Nazi, you know, going through the day. Um, but, you know, just a clean space is a happy place and a happy place and a clean space equals great photographs. Mm -hmm. I think that's a matter of two, whether you are the bride or the groom, wh whatever it is. That's a matter of saying like, hey, everybody, um, I, I want us to have this like great morning or afternoon, whatever it is. Um, can you all do me a favor? Let's designate this dark whatever room whether it's a yep. hotel room maybe it's a closet uh, not a closet but like a room in your house that doesn't get a lot of light this is going to be our messy room all of our bags and our whatever is going to go in there can you guys sort of help me like tackle that so that all of yeah. our pictures we look bomb diggity and you know you know the background looks like as good as it does on all those photos on pinterest if that's all you got to do yeah. and then go about your day you don't have to you know you know be like this like bossy whatever anyway just saying i like i like yeah. i like designating a messy room because by nature i always have bags and i have stuff you know as yeah. a chick and like i need some place to put my like you know bag of toiletries and if i just have like a home for it and then that home doesn't get photographed that's great yeah yeah yeah, yeah. all right nailed it nailed it so i have um one that we've actually talked a lot more about in another episode. It's actually probably mm -hmm. one of our most popular episodes from season one. And that is that, yes, it's your wedding, but um, it's also your party for, for everyone else. And I don't want to get into it too much. Go back, listen to episode two. It's a pretty much the first episode we did uh, after our intro episode where we, we, we really talked through about what this concept means and, and all of that. But if you haven't listened to that episode yet, please, please, please do because... Um, we've said it before is that you make up less than 2% of your guest list and you want to make decisions throughout the day that are reflective of you and your partner's personality, but mm -hmm. don't alienate the other 98 to 99% of the people that are attending this celebration that you have going on. Okay. So Dan, our, our next topic is a touchy one. Yeah. I think we have to tread lightly here. Um, because last thing we want to do is say like, you know, your friend is not good at something or not talented or they're not a professional or whatever. But um, it, it definitely makes jobs harder, people's jobs harder, including yours, um, when you have a friend as your photographer, DJ, florist, coordinator, baker, whatever. Um, and it's not like I said, that ha doesn't have anything to do with like, are they a professional um, cause if they are like, you know, I've, I photographed some of my friends' right. weddings and you know, this is what I do for a living, you know? So in that sense, it's a little different. Um, but there's a lot of questions that you have to ask yourself. Um, and if budget is the only thing that you're considering, th there's a, some other things to consider when hiring a friend. Um, so Danielle, would you like to run over some of those? Yeah. And I, I think, um, probably one of the biggest things is where um, where are your boundaries set? I think it's a common thing to say, hey, um, you know, I, I have a really green thumb and uh, I've, I arrange flowers that I get from people as bouquets all the time. Uh, so how about instead of giving you a wedding gift, I, I'll be your florist for your wedding. And this is maybe a person who um, has, has no experience whatsoever being a florist. Um, that's sort of what we mean here when we're saying like friends who are who are helping you out and it's really tough to 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 draw boundaries with where your friendship stops and the services or products that they're providing you begins mm -hmm. and yeah. it's probably a very muddled line and it's it i've seen it ruin friendships when the service or product wasn't up to par with what the person had maybe promised or had in mind or expectations were different so 
I mean, you can, so you can lean a little bit or, or pressure like a, one of your wedding pros if they're not keeping up their end of the bargain. Right. Or but, you have a contract uh, with them, right? Yeah, I mean, or you have a contract with them. Right. And with with friends, like maybe you're maybe you don't want to like ruin that friendship or you just want to like give them the space and and, you know, have the benefit of the doubt. But then once that like, is that like really something you want floating around your head? And again, I, I'm we're not saying that. You know, this is always going to happen or that like you're this person that, you know, is untalented or whatever. But just this kind of thing does happen more often than not. Um, And the real question is, like, what happens if they do screw up? Right. Right. Um, Which isn't going to be on purpose. I mean, you know that. But what how do you handle that? And what happens? (laughs) And you may just brush it off and say, hey, it is what it is. I appreciate you trying. It's all good. Um, But. What if that's not how you feel, right? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, yeah. if, if, if you have a friend who's um, got a great camera and they're like, yeah, I'll totally take your wedding pictures, but like Dan's Bad Dream, they show up without memory cards or they lose it or, or they're not prepared for the type of lighting or you, you can't go back and retake a good chunk of those photos. I mean, right, Dan? Yeah. And it, I mean, it's just more than also taking pictures on a wedding day, too. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, if they have multiple memory cards and, you know, do they have like a typical workflow? Do they make sure they downloaded them all? Like, how are they picking ones out and then editing them? Or are they, are they just dumping them all to you? Like, mm-hmm. you know, there, it's just it's a lot more than that. Um, and I mean, I'm sure if you Google anything about, you know, uh friend wedding photographer or anything like that there are tons of horror stories as i'm sure there are like probably some good uh some fine stories too where things were great but you know i know there definitely are some horror stories and um and it just makes me nervous for them as um as people who do this not every day i guess every weekend um you know this is this is our full careers this is what we do this is what we eat live and breathe we know the things to prepare for we know the things to look out for we know the things to expect um granted we're all still learning every single day you know with with different different uh things here and there but we have a lot of experience under our belt that has taught us what to do what not to do that when you when you write out that check to us that's part of what you're paying for is that knowledge that you don't have to suddenly learn all that experience we have it we've got it in our heads and and you don't have to think about the entire internet of weddings when you're going through your process yeah i think the easiest way to boil this down is you don't study for the exam on exam day you know like uh anybody who's out there who hasn't been doing this for a while or, or is just like a hobbyist, um, whether it's photography or whatever, it's like, you know, how many, how many of these things do they have under their belt and how much professional development have they done in order to make sure that like, this isn't just like an experiment that they're showing up on their wedding day and just trying to like get stuff to work. Mm -hmm. Um, if that makes sense. Yeah. And if you've, if you've got a friend who's maybe a very, um, gifted florist or is, does whatever makes cupcakes really well um i feel like bakers it's a little bit different because i don't know um logistically it's a little bit easier and doesn't affect too many other things but but overall there's nothing wrong with saying i love you i'm so grateful for that offer but i just want you to be a guest and enjoy the day yeah like there i i want you to i want you to eat i want you to drink i want you to party and i don't want you to have to worry about anything else because i love you and, and you're my friend or you're whoever and that's all I care about. Um, and I think, again, Dan and I never want to come at y'all with a, a negative whiny or an whatever. Ult- ultimatum or something. Yeah. Right. But like in, in many aspects of life, it's very often true that you get what you pay for. If you get something for free, it it has the value of something that was free. If you if you invest a little bit more in it, it ha- carries that same value. So when you're looking at spending uh, $1,500 for a bad something versus $2,500 for a great something, it's, to me, always worth it to invest that extra money for a great something. If you're already investing that money, invest it in the great something so that you take that stress, that pressure, all of those things off of your shoulders as you're going through the process. To me, um, that feels very much worth it to invest in the better quality, whatever it is that you're looking at. What we're saying is that $1,500 is is like, is just a 
an example. Um, that's not saying that like anybody who's actually fifteen hundred dollars is going right. to suck, but you know, just for the ex- example purposes. Right. If, here. if if you're comparing, um, you know, two companies or two two people purely based on price, really take a step back and look at, you know, the experience, the the service involved, the products involved for each price, and then make a decision from there. Never, ever, ever, please, please, please don't make a decision just on price because, um there are people that charge a fraction of what I do because they have a fraction of the knowledge and experience that I do. And it's, you know, it's, it's all those things that you're paying for when you, like I said, when you write out that check. Yeah. Moral of the story, you get what you pay for. Love your friends. Let them be a guest, ideally. And yeah, because, uh, and to, I guess, to elaborate a little bit more on it, Dan, is um, when, like if you were working with a, as a photographer, if you were working with a friend who was coordinating the wedding and that friend is maybe just a very organized person who has their act together and they said, you know what, I could be your wedding planner, um, but maybe they don't really have any real practical experience with it. As you, For you, as a photographer in the situation, you then have to sort of carry the weight of a lot of the things that the coordinator may not be doing because she's or she just isn't aware of what should be happening because they're not a professional in that role, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, that's actually perfect, uh, you know, talking about money and all this stuff, because um, that will lead right into the last thing that we wanted to talk about, which is contrary to popular belief, you don't actually have to spend tens of thousands of dollars to have a great wedding day. Um, so if, if you're, you know, new to wedding planning and you've done any bit of Googling on wedding budgets, um, you'll find that the quote-unquote average cost of a wedding, depending on where you're getting married, but nationwide average cost of a wedding is basically $30,000, which I don't know about you, Dan, but I don't have $30,000 sitting around. And many people, I think, especially many 20-something, 30-somethings, don't necessarily have that easily attainable as well. Yeah. I I think ours was, ours ended up being somewhere around there, I'd say. Yeah. Um, it was just a pretty average, but, but going, but going into your wedding though, you and Rachel both agreed that that was what, that was the type of event you wanted to have. And I think, uh, as a consumer, you know, or as a person engaged, but at the end of the day, you are a consumer when you read, well, if I, you know, the average is $30,000. Well, if I spend less than $30,000 on my wedding, is that a, is that, does that, does that make it not count? Like, what does that mean? Yeah, the the amount of money you spend does not have any effect on the enjoyment, the love, the uh, awesomeness of of your day, or like it. It does not have any effect on any of those things. Just because you spend sixty thousand dollars does not mean that your wedding day is going to be more awesome. Sure, there might be like some some fun things. Like I know some of the some of the venues in Philadelphia, they have like the most food you will ever see at uh, a venue. They feed you seriously like six times. Um, and that's a cool experience and it's a cool experience for your guests. But like just, just because you don't have those things or don't spend a ton of money doesn't mean that you're missing out. Right. Exactly. It's, it's what you need to get married is the marriage license, someone to marry you and someone to marry past that. Everything else is a luxury. It's all this party and celebration that you're having on top of it. Not saying anything is wrong with investing that that money. It's it's about doing what's right for the the two of you in your partnership yep. and your families, and agreeing that this is the best thing and going forward with it, and not having all of those little articles or those really crazy podcasts <laughs> that yeah. are about wedding planning tell you something differently. It's okay to have your own plan. You know, there are definitely trends and there are definitely things that you will see speaking of like Pinterest and blogs and all this kind of stuff and podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, it is 100 percent OK to break all molds, to do whatever the heck you want and to break away from trends and do something that is just meaningful to you. you as do long not as it have doesn't to... hurt any animals. Yes. <laughs> you do not have to please anybody. You don't have to uh, follow some some prescribed uh, wedding template you just do what (laughs) do what makes sense to you and and own it and love it right and you know if you 
if you go a non-traditional route, by nature, you are going to have people left and right come up to you and say, well, um, why aren't you, why aren't you carrying a bouquet? And what, you know, is, well, what do you mean you're not having cake? Like you can't have a pie for your wedding. Oh, you so can have pie. You can have yeah, whatever yeah. you want. <laughs> you can carry a puppy down the aisle. In fact, maybe you should. <laughs> maybe you should carry a puppy. No, wait, um, don't carry a puppy because they pee all the time. Oh, that's true. Okay, mm. so um, not a puppy. So uh, just furthering this idea of like breaking the mold, I shot a, a wedding at a summer camp recently. And nice. the couple who was was throwing the wedding, they really wanted this entire weekend to just feel like a vacation for people. And they, they literally broke the mold. They went directly from the aisle um, down across a giant field and then hopped in go-karts to take like a, a couple of laps like that. That was what they wanted to do on their wedding day. And the morning of like, she's like, you know, what? I don't, don't, I don't care about having my makeup photographed. I'm just going to go quick, get it done. It's a little bit more of a formality. Um, I'd much rather have pictures of people just enjoying themselves. People like on the go-karts, people playing tennis, people playing basketball. That's what I want pictures of. And that's what their entire weekend was like. You know, Friday night they had like a barbecue and then they followed the barbecue up with like a game of trivia about the couple that, you know, they're, I think they're the maids of honor ended up putting together. And it was this whole weekend of just not very wedding-y things. Mm -hmm. And people, I don't, as far as I know, nobody really came up and said, hey, why didn't you do this or why didn't you do that? Right. People just enjoyed the whole process because it was, it was breaking the mold. Um, you know, there was dancing and there was a cake cutting and there was a DJ and there was a ceremony, um, but there wasn't a lot of formalities. And then after the actual wedding itself, um, people got to stay in cabins there on the the summer camp itself. And they had a, another like late night hangout of beer pong and stuff. And it's just they, they really did break the mold. And everybody just had such a great time because it was not a, a typical thing. So. Uh, we're going to echo the sentiment uh, hundreds of times that we've done before, but the more that you can just grab the reins mm -hmm. of your wedding day and and take charge and um, you know Infuse make it your own. Use it with your your own personality. Yeah, the more power to you. Just do it and enjoy it and love on it, and then be happy with whatever you've done because you've given right. it your all, and right. you're awesome. Yeah, I think um, something I often wonder. Um, so my parents. Um, my parents, when they got married to each other, it was in the early 80s, and they did a very plain justice of the peace. My mom wore a little hot pink dress, and then they went back to my dad's parents' house afterwards and had a dinner with a few of their family members. And um, I've often thought how that, to me, is like the epitome of a perfect wedding day, <laughs> because it's just very low-key and awesome. Uh, maybe not the hot pink dress part, but... Um, I've asked them definitely on more than one occasion, like, do you, do you regret not doing something bigger? And, um, they've, they've consistently said like, we, we did what felt right to us and we stand by it. And it was, it was perfect as far as like, we got married, like that was, that was insane. And that was awesome. And that's all they cared about. And I think it's easy to sort of, especially where I, I feel as though, um, you and I, Dan are part of a generation that we have so much knowledge and, and information at our fingertips that sometimes it makes it really hard to make a decision because it's constant this, what if I make the wrong decision and will I regret it? And I think yeah. like Dan said, you just have to, to talk about it with your partner. If you feel good about it, go forward with it and don't look back because looking back doesn't, <laughs> doesn't help anything. So, <laughs> Wow. Um, man, I can't believe this is like episode 20 uh, right? coming to a close. Um goodness well so we're gonna wrap up this episode but if you want to know anything from us or, or if we can be more candid with you write us a note really get in touch or give us a call at 267-521-2686 and share a story about your wedding or or something that your wedding photographer or wedding coordinator or dj did that was like above and beyond and you just loved them to pieces for um as always check out the put on a podcast website uh for show notes and keep up to date yep and speaking of sharing to be sure to uh, hook up with us on facebook at put a ring on a podcast um we are going to as we get into these winter months we are going to try to be a lot better with sharing stuff on there and doing lots of cool stuff so please join in on the conversation um if you are the sharing type we like you even more 
Oh, and don't forget too, leave us a leave us um, some love on iTunes. Pretty, 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 please. Um, we are heading into a very busy month when a lot of people are going to be start getting engaged, and we want this podcast to grow. And we can only do that with your help. So give us a like. Um, no, not like it. That's not how iTunes works. Leave us a review. Uh, <laughs> give us a rating. Whatever you think is we're worth, we'll take it. You know what? Word of mouth is also awesome, too. If you have a friend who's like starting in wedding planning and you were like, oh, my gosh, this uh, podcast is really, really awesome for me. I think you would like it, too. Um, That would be really great as well. So uh, whether it's to do with a computer or to do with, you know, just sharing, uh, we'd love for you to spread uh, spread the love and spread the knowledge. All right. The next time we are going to see you guys is just before Christmas. Holy cannoli. Um, and then we're heading into January already. So we will see you all very soon. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.